Well, Corey Heim, we caught up with him. Again, your pole sitter for the NASCAR Truck Series race and your winner from the NASCAR Truck Series race at WWT Raceway. It's Corey Heim now in the Freak Nation Lucas Oil Studios. Sitter for the NASCAR Truck Series here at WWT Raceway. Corey Heim, who's been in the Freak Nation many times. Corey, I'm just getting so freaking confused what series you're running in. Next thing you know, you're going to be running a freaking IMSA car, and i got to put that on your resume. Uh, <laughs> do you get confused about who to thank and what series you're running in from time to time? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I've been there for, before, for sure. But uh, Cobbish Motorsports this week has done a great job for me. Um, this 51 JBL Tundra Charity Pro Group has done a phenomenal job the last three weeks, really, uh, that I've run. I've, we've run... Second in qualifying the last two weeks, I believe. And then we finally click out the pole right there. So, uh, you know, I say finally, this is my sixth start this year, but um, they've just done an awesome job throughout the year. You guys had a little bit of practice before your your pole run there. Did you know you had the car or did you have to make adjustments after that practice round? I feel like we've always got the truck. I feel like we've always got, you know, the speed every single week. And, you know, like I mentioned, we, we qualified second in the last two weeks. So um, I knew the speed would be there. Um, but funny enough, after after I was done qualifying, I told my guys, I was, I think I was 20th to qualify. So there's still 19 more after me. And I told my guys, like, I don't really know if that was a great lap. Like, I feel like the last two weeks I, I ran pretty much perfect. And then this week I'm like, uh, I don't know about that one. So um, funny enough, we got the pole. Uh, I was pretty surprised by that. Honestly, the truck just must have a lot of speed. Are you okay with how things have gone over the last couple of years in which you don't get much practice at any of these tracks? Are you a person that can adapt pretty easily because of that? Yeah, there's there's goods and bads to that for sure. I feel like the goods are um, throughout the week. My team is able to prepare on sim as you know other teams may not be able to. Uh, we have a lot of resources at the shop and, and at the uh, charity center in Salisbury, North Carolina, that uh, really allow us to kind of get an upper leg on people. But at the same time, I don't have a lot of experience at these racetracks. So um, luckily, I've been here before, which I feel like definitely factored into the success mm-hmm. today. But um, you know, for example, Texas, um, Atlanta, places like that have been a little bit rough on that side where I've just never really seen the racetrack, mm-hmm. and it's been tough. To to adapt so uh really just kind of differs in and out on, on a weekly basis and then what has clicked for you because like you did reference the momentum that you're on right now two seconds now a, a first you're a pole qualifier what changed what what led to this momentum if anything in particular I really feel like just seat time in general is really big for me. Okay. Um, this is my, I feel like, 11th start total in the truck series. And, um, you know, with every start, I feel like I get a little bit better. So uh, hopefully that, you know, progress keeps on coming and I can continue getting better. You mentioned you've run here before. Did that pay off? In your qualifying run? 100%. And just, you know, unloading in practice and having a pretty good idea of what the track's going to be like. And I also tested, actually, two weeks ago. I got a rookie test um, here at Gateway. So I feel like that really gave me an upper leg <laughs> on, the, on the field a little bit right there. So uh, that helped me a lot. But, um, you know, for the most part, I feel like just that entire race and experience kind of giving me an idea on where the track's going to move around, where the grip level is, and, and just overall just giving me seat time, like I mentioned. What are the advantages, like the Craftons of the world? And I think the Benedetto's running the full-time series. Mm-hmm. The guys who are running trucks full-time series, what advantages does that give them outside of the obvious? Because you come out here and get the freaking pole. I mean, is it all about Kyle Busch Motorsports and that truck? Yeah, I believe that's most of it for sure. I mean, we've had we've had speed every single week, like I touched on earlier. But um, I feel like, you know, just, just my preparation during the week as far as doing research and really just going online and just doing all I can to – know every single aspect of the racetrack before I get there is definitely huge with, with the amount of practice we get. 20 right. minutes is, is definitely tough um, on the team to be able to just make the truck perfect. You know what I mean? We get, I think we got 15 laps a day and luckily we 
unloaded pretty much right where we needed to be. Hmm. But, um, you know, if you come to the racetrack and you're off a little bit, that's, you know, that's not good. You know, you're going to have to <laughs> throw the kitchen sink at it to make it perfect. So, um, you know, like you mentioned, you know, the craftings and the Dippendettos just have all that seat time. So I feel like that really helps them more on the on the racing side of things, you know, rather than just the pure speed. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're only able to go as fast as your truck is capable of. And, and my Touch of Cheaty Pro has been super fast this year. So uh, luckily I've been able to take advantage of that. But um, you know, once the green flag drops, it's a whole different world out there. And I feel like that's where they really, uh, that's where they really know how to race. I'm still laughing because you are just rolling through. We talked at the top of this interview about how sometimes could sponsors be confusing going from series to series, but you're just rolling with it. You just, it just goes right off your tongue. Like you're a 10, 20 year pro. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. It just comes with a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, practice, I guess. Well, as does driving. Like you were saying, <laughs> seat right. time. That's right. Richard Petty was standing in the same front of the same banner that you are and he was talking about how frankly sim racing for him uh, doesn't think it would do him any good but again i'm not going to argue with the king but it seems to be doing quite a bit of good for you guys who don't get the practice at these tracks absolutely it plays a lot for the drivers as far as just getting um you know kind of like i mentioned just as far as going online and, and looking at research i mean then you get the aspect of just actually you know, being hands on and actually driving the truck, even if it's not real life, it at least gives you a better idea. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and half of it, it's, it's that and half of it's really just letting the team make adjustments and also just building up that communication aspect of it. Um, whereas, you know, if I was just to talk to him at the shop, it's one thing, but if I can actually go out and make practice laps on a simulator and really communicate with them as if I'm actually practicing, I can get a better idea of how to give feedback and how they can communicate with me in the whole nine yards. Well, yeah, we see drivers. It, it's, it's more typical, I think, for road courses than it is for ovals. They walk the track, and that's where they find the bumps or the, the whatever they find that, that's going to help them or hurt them. So, yeah, you're doing that essentially on sim. It's, it's got to help. A hundred percent, yeah. Weekend and out, I mean, I'm on there, I think, uh, anywhere between three and a half to seven hours just running laps all by myself, just trying to get used to the racetrack. And wow. normally when there's four corners and you're on an oval, <laughs> it's not terribly hard to get used to that. So um, that's kind of the, the other aspect of racing for me. You know, I feel like I've been able to go out and have a lot of speed on a weekly basis, but racing is still something that I'm, you know, improving on on the daily you know just being able to kind of find my groove and find a good pace and be able to run 150 200 whatever it may be laps throughout a race yeah because then there's the endurance factor absolutely (laughs) so what do you do to get ready for that are you a weightlifter are you a runner are you a anything a little bit of everything really we have a uh, toyota performance center back in cornelius north carolina and um yeah we we go there every every, and so other 20 or so drivers that are involved with the toy racing program so uh, every day I go there and work out and I really just make it a make it a habit to just stay hydrated and really just keep my nutrition up too. Uh, i got a really strict diet that I feel like is, is really benefiting me on race days, but uh, I'm still trying to shut off a little bit of this weight, but we're, <laughs> we're getting there. So, Who's the biggest slacker when it comes to working out? Uh, I, can't, I can't say names. Sometimes me, really. I go in waves like, where sometimes I'm super motivated. I'm just hus- hustling right through it and I have, I have great workouts and sometimes it's just tough, you know. I feel like racing is definitely like a mentally tough sport and I mean, you, mm-hmm. I'm always super occupied, super busy, so sometimes going into the gym and, and hustling for an hour is pretty tough, but <laughs> I try my best. Freak Nation, Corey Heim here in the Freak Nation. Once again, your pole sitter for the NASCAR Truck Series. Dude, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.